Hello, and welcome to Ad Creeps, the podcast where we dissect and correct the TV advertisements that raised us, phased us, and amazed us. I'm Al, and I'm here with Courtney. Wow. You did little arm movements and everything with that. Yeah. Too bad radio is a... Nobody can see me. <laughs> wow, you are. You just dropped and did the splits. I'm doing I'm doing death drops. You don't wow. even know what I'm doing over here. <laughs> the robot? But, 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 but. <laughs> Thanks for doing the sound effects though. I appreciate right. it. Da, 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 da. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> A little bit of the old razzle dazzle. Wow. You like a 1920s ghost? <laughs> yeah. Oh. See, we are ending um, the end of the season of Ad Creeps. Yes. And so I guess we will be revealing the secrets of like behind the curtain. <laughs> yes. Al is a 1920s ghost. What am I? Who's to say? I'm a little ghost boy. I've been Joey Peppers all along. <gasps> oh my God. And that's why I'm here in the greatest city in the world. Oh my God, he's here. Vancouver. Oh, no. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Well, what do you have for me today, my beautiful ghost boy? I have an opening question. I love it. If you had to guess, Mm -hmm. what song would you say was the most (laughs) instrumental in ushering in a new age of digital music? (sighs) Sorry, I got caught up in the character you were pushing on me. That's just me. Oh, (laughs) me. It's me, your friend. Okay, what was the what song was the most instrumental? Mm-hmm. And then you did, you did a little laugh. Yes. So it's probably an instrumental. Well, song. no, because it just because it's music and oh. music has largely instruments. Oh, okay. Anyways, okay. do I have to answer? Or are we just gonna go. Um, you can th- you can um uh sort of salivate on I it will. as I continue. There it is. Mm. Oh, I did. Oh, weird. Do you taste it? No, you said the word salivate, and it just happened. Are you? Am I Pavlov? And you're my dog. Wow. Got in media res. I'm. There's just a lot of spit in my mouth. What happened? That's all me, baby. Oh. <laughs> Put a lot of spit on those bones. I make them drool for it. Oh Lord, keep going. I just can't. It just keeps coming. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. You're gonna have to cut all that lip smack. So much mouth sounds. Oh, okay. I think I'm dry. Okay, I'm bone dry over here. <laughs> Thank God. In the early 1980s, a doctoral student named Carl Heinz Brandenburg was working on a pet project of his PhD advisor, Dieter Seitzer, Mm. which he called a digital jukebox. Oh, okay. The idea sounded like a pipe dream, a system where people could connect to a central server and hear music on demand over ISDN phone lines. Oh. In fact, Seitzer's original patent application was rejected on the grounds that it was impossible. (laughs) Oh boy! Oh boy! Is there egg on oh, their face? Oh boy! I hope I hope that he didn't give up. Like I hope he kept going. What he did was he went to his doctoral um, student. And he said, yeah. "You do this now." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pipe dream. You can figure you, it out. You, you crack this egg, okay? Okay. okay. One of the major roadblocks was that CD quality music was encoded by linear pulse code modulation, mm. or PCM, leaving it almost twelve times too big to be transmitted via ISDN. That's a lot of nerd talk you're doing over there. I know, and I knew there would. I knew you would bring some resistance to this nerd talk. <laughs> you did push up your glasses after saying that, <laughs> but I promise there's a treat at the end. Okay, okay. Mia Jock needs a treat after all this you, nerd talk. You a Jock gonna get a treat? Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the thing that Brandenburg was assigned to work on. Okay, he was more than willing to try and achieve the impossible. 
Using the properties of psychoacoustics, Brandenburg managed to decrease the size of the audio file in a way where the loss wouldn't be auditorily recognizable, thanks to the concept of masking. Oh, okay. I know this stuff. You know about masking? Yes, I do. You want to tell me about it? No. Okay. (laughs) Do I? Do I? Okay. Sorry. Should I say I know of masking? You've heard of masking. I've heard of it. <laughs> but you're not. That's what I did to my gender. Oh wow! <laughs> Oopsie Daisy, put a little mask over it. <laughs> it's Halloween, folks. Have a little mask on there. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, what masking means is that unlike a microphone, the human auditory system doesn't pick up all frequencies that are sent our way. Oh. Instead, the brain decides based on years of evolution what the most important sounds are, and it only processes oh, those. Weird. Exactly. So what Brandenburg did was find a way to drop the sounds that our brains weren't willing to process in the first place. That's so bizarre that there's a spectrum of sound that we don't. We I do, know. Our brain is it? like, we, I don't care for this. It's not important to me. It's like the thing where I found out where your sight is really upside down until your brain turns it right side up. Yeah, I don't. Be- I I mean, I can't. I don't believe that. I first of not. all, I don't think that's true. Oh, you don't think it's true. <laughs> Okay. We're taking a stand on this. This this is a bit that I used to do to my um, scientist ex-partner where I would say, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. Uh, I just, I hate that the brain, okay, here's my existential crisis that I have with my brain. I feel like my brain is not, is against me. Okay. I think, I think it's tricking me. It does things that I don't want. My meat suit does not want. (laughs) Please describe Oh, well, okay. So I have a uh, autonomic nervous disorder. Yeah. So sometimes uh, my heart says, let us, let us beat very fast mm-hmm. and let us lose control. And so I'm lying in bed and it beat too fast. Yeah. Or let us, oh, right here, right now, fight or flight. Mm, yes. Right now. Yeah, familiar. Uh, or temperature. It's very cold. You are very cold. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my brain sometimes just doesn't know what's up. My brain, similarly, because I have uh, an attention disorder, yeah. will be like, oh, this really important thing you need to do? I can't do I it. I can't do I it. I can't do it, man. <laughs> I can't freaking do Sorry. it. Sorry. I'm going to put my foot down on this one. We're not doing You're this. You're absolutely fucked. Right? <laughs> Brains. I feel like we're talking shit about them, and so it's going to, like, you know, sneak up on me or something. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. But what helped Brandenburg to re- refine his algorithm wasn't yeah. his brain. What? But it was a 1982 hit song. What? I am sitting in the corner of a diner that served good eggs. I am thinking about waffles, but only if they come with whipped cream. You. Really? That's how the song goes. Oh, oh. Oh, wait, it's not the IG Mojini? No. Oh, no, that's doo-doo, doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. This is Suzanne Vega's Tom's I know, Diner. I know, I know, I know. Do you want to hear the rest? Do I have to? Yes. Okay. You are looking at your menu. You say something homophobic. Oh. And I say this date is over. I am going to sleep with Tom now. <laughs> you ask me who is Tom and I say that he owns his diner. What we no. have is casual, but he validates my feelings. When he sees me on a bad date, it only makes him try much harder. I am in a toxic thing with the man who runs his diner. Whoa. That's how the song goes. You just opened up a whole door of this story. Yes. 
All, all I knew is do 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 do, which is not the I Dream of Genie song. No, it is a separate song. It's a different song about homophobia. No, well, it's about um, a, a bad date. To the best of my recollection, okay. it's about um, Suzanne Vega goes to this diner yeah. that she likes to hang out in. Yeah, um, because she has a casual thing with the diner owner Tom. Yeah, where she'll like go on a bad date, and then, and then that'll make up. him be like, oh, I gotta, uh, I gotta get in there even harder. Okay. I gotta really make it pop. This is. Fuck wild. Yeah, that's what I've the song's never, about. ever. Sometimes I don't listen to lyrics, and then when I do, it's like, wow. I think when whoa. you do listen to these lyrics, you'll be surprised. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because the song had an a cappella vocal track that showcased the subtlety and range of Vega's voice, Brandenburg was able to adjust his scheme over and over again until he created a version of the compression algorithm that didn't adversely affect the quality of Suzanne Vega's vocals. Oh. Okay. This compression algorithm became the basis for both MP3 and AAC <gasps> audio encoding. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. We love MP3. We love an MP3. MP2, get the fuck out of here. You wouldn't steal Suzanne Vega's Tom's Diner. I would. I would. And then I'd open it up and it would be Bill Clinton saying, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. In fact, we're probably going to steal it <laughs> from the YouTube and put it in this episode. I think my version suffices. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, man. Sure. <laughs> While Carl Heinz Brandenburg is known as the father of the MP3, he also had a major hand in the rise of music piracy. As, yeah. As early as 1994, a music industry rep introduced to the new technology told Brandenburg, do you know that you will destroy the music <gasps> industry? Yes! Do it! Do it! Do it! But Carl! Do it. God. This is like... What? P- don't, like, I think don't floppy that copy crawled up a bunch of people's butts. Yeah. And then it's like, don't copy this music. Don't pirate this fucking movie. You know what? We're going to fucking do it. You wouldn't steal a car. Well, maybe, maybe I, would. I would. You don't know me. <laughs> I'm gay. I'm going to do some crime. <laughs> God, does it hurt capitalism? Hey, bitch, I might. <laughs> I might steal a car. <laughs> if you're a hi-fi freak or a vinyl purist... You might feel like getting snobby about the quality of sound lost by compression. And for that, composer Ryan McGuire has your back. He created a version of Tom's Diary with the anagrammatical name Modernist, which contains only the parts of the song stripped away by compression in a project called (gasps) Ghost in the MP3. I kind of like that, though. Mm-hmm. Can we listen to that? We can. Yeah, I want to listen to that. The audio contains only the musical ghosts that didn't make the cut in MP3 <sighs> format. Can you, I guess you can't hear it, though. You, so you, it doesn't sound like the song. No. It just sounds like bits and bobs. Bits and bobs. And then your brain's like, I don't like them. I don't need them. <laughs> I didn't. I, I, I didn't actually ask. specifically told you that I didn't want these. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And that's why it does tricks to us. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but what am I doing telling you about a product that's been famously hard to monetize and therefore advertise? Hmm. Well, there was a small sliver of time between the creation of the MB3 and the rise of Napster, where people spent a lot of money for a little bit of music. An industry that in 2003 was worth between 2.5 and 3.5 billion dollars. Singles? 
Like CD singles? It's not singles. Okay. Do you remember? Hold on. You remember buying a single? Like a CD single that was, I don't know. How I don't think I, I ever did. I bought, let me tell you, I bought Savage Gardens. Ooh. Ooh, I want you. I don't know. I don't know if I need you, but ooh, ooh I'm down to find out. Down to find out. I bought that on Signal. I believe it. Oh, it was so great. I was too caught up in the Savage Garden moment. I mean, we all were. <laughs> we all were. We had a swig of that Chicka Cherry Cola, and we just couldn't. <laughs> We needed more. <laughs> Jane, more of that chicka cherry cola. Well, I'm not talking about singles. Okay. And I'm not talking about hit clips. Oh, my Those God. Those pint-sized pieces of yeah. plastics that would play 60 seconds of NSYNC or Britney from tinny speakers. Introduced wow. in 1999, this Tiger electronics toy was as lo-fi as you could possibly get. And despite only playing a minute of the song in mono, the company managed to make $80 million of the product Holy by 2002. Shit. What were we doing in 2002? Man, 2001 really messed us up, huh? Oh, yeah. I need, I need, hey, I need 60 seconds of a hot song. If I don't listen to a mono version of Bye Bye Bye, I will lose it. That's the only thing that was keeping us together. (laughs) It's 60 seconds of Britney Spears (laughs) and Mandy Moore. Oh, I wanted Mandy Moore of her. (laughs) But we only got 60. That's all I got. Sorry. Boy. Oh. But we're actually setting our sights a little higher than hit clips. Okay. To get there, we need to go back to Europe. Wait. Are we doing like, are we doing iPods? We'll see. (gasps) This time we're going to Gothenburg, Sweden in 1997. Oh, here we go. Wow. Yay. Sweden. Oh, Sweden. It's so Swedish and white. Um, Yeah. The white people, I mean. The people are white. Yeah, so many. Wow. A young man named Daniel Malmadal recorded himself making a pretty cool noise before uploading the MP3 to the internet. Okay. This was eight years before YouTube, and no one was going viral on the internet. Okay. But the audio file was discovered from the bubbling muck pit of the internet by a Swedish television researcher who convinced Malmadal to perform the noise on live TV. And from there, it really took off. What was the kind of noise? Oh, you'll find out. Oh, oh okay. I mean, you have any guesses? Um... You okay? I know. You know those noise that people can make, and they, it's with their cheeks, and it sounds like dripping oh, water. Like the p- p- yeah. I mean, I can't do. I it. can't do it either. But um, it was not that. But that's a good guess. I really like that noise. <laughs> that would take off. I'm a fan. You post, you do a whole TikTok yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In 2003, an animator named Eric Wernquist used the noise as inspiration for a character design that he thought would be what? likely to make such a hideous sound. Wait. Oh no. Oh no. Think you you think you might be there? Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> what okay, hold on. I'm gonna stop. Okay. Do you wanna bring this into my house? This? Do you wanna bring it into my house? I might have already brought it into oh, your no. house. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> Keep going. Eric Wernquist didn't have any awareness of Daniel Malmadal or the origin of the noise, but he used it in an animation of his creation, a character called The Annoying Thing. Oh, no. Shared around on websites frequented by animation nerds, The Annoying Thing eventually found traction in wider culture, even making its way back to Malmadal. About a month after uploading The Annoying Thing, Wernquist got a call from Malmadal. He was skeptical at first, but once Malmadal made the noise for him over the phone, he had no doubt. 
Can I tell you where I first encountered this noise? Please. It was um, probably during high school. So I'm going to say 1999 to 2001, around then. And I was at my friend's house. It was a sleepover. Mm -hmm. And we were on, of course, albino black sheep. Of course you were. Of course we were. And it was a video where it was just a picture of, like, an Indy car or an F1 race. Oh, really? And it was... Listen to this noise and see this. Look at this picture and see if you laugh. It was like a laughing. Wow! Challenge. So before it even got at the character was in there, and and we cracked up like we couldn't. I have to find it. We're gonna. Ha- <laughs> We're I'm gonna, gonna have, have to look at it. Is albino black sheet still a thing? I would be surprised. <laughs> we'll find it. We'll find we'll fi- it. We'll figure it out. We'll do it. Oh my lord. Well, as you say, it was one of the internet's earliest memes. Yeah. Um, an unintended collaboration that preceded I Can Has Cheeseburger by four years. <laughs> Whoa. It did arrive on the scene four years after the famed Hamster Dance. Bless. A- and Allie McBeal's Dancing Baby. Oh, that's the grandfather of all. Oh, it absolutely is. I can't write this feeling. Ooga, chicka, ooga, ooga. Love that baby. Look, God. Love that symbol of a woman's waning fertility. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> In a horrible portent of monetized memes to come, the Annoying Things character and audio were purchased by a telecommunications company named Jamba. How much money did they, do you say? It didn't, it, okay. I didn't find an exact okay. number. But it gave a new name to this creation. Yeah. That has haunted generations of internet users since yeah. time immemorial. Yeah. Would you like to say it? It's the crazy frog. It's the crazy frog. Jamba had a slate of ringtone-related characters, including Schnuffle Bunny, Sweetie the Chick, and a much-debated caricature of Hitler sitting naked on what? the toilet Whoa. named Adolf Derbonker. Okay, well, let's talk about him. <laughs> I actually like that they called him Annoying Thing. I like that better. Yeah. Because I don't think he's a frog. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. While Wernquist did receive compensation for his work, he had reservations about the rebrand. Yeah. He said, if I had known that this was going to be such a big thing, I would not have allowed them to use that stupid name, Wernquist said. It has nothing to do with the character. It's not a frog, and yeah. it's not particularly crazy either. <laughs> yeah, down with ableist language. <laughs> well, he also said stupid. Uh, well, so yeah, I that's think, true. I it's not exactly a crusader. <laughs> He's trying, I guess. Uh. Uh, oh boy. <sighs> Paired with a sped up version of Eddie Murphy's theme song from Beverly Hills Cop, yeah. the Crazy Frog remix hit the scene for purchase as one of the most profitable avenues <gasps> of MP3 audio. Oh, I got the chills. What were we doing back then? <laughs> well, we were spending a lot of money on ringtones. Oh boy. So, oh, I think I know this commercial. Mm. And it, is this the commercial where it's just all of him mm. singing his... Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm never going to go to sleep again. It's just going to be stuck in my head. You know, okay. Do you you know make... the bad brain? Yeah. Bad brain's like, oh, I've got this. You want to make the noise? No. You don't want to make the noise? <laughs> Do you want me to make the noise? <laughs> no, if I want to... <gasps> <laughs> I love my favorite part is ring a ding 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 See if you just let go, you just let go and let God. It's all it all comes out in the wash, and that's what I always say. Jesus take the wheel, this frog's wheel, and drive me to hell. 
That did feel good to do. It that. did feel good. It did feel to fe- free. Just let it out. <laughs> just acknowledge the cringe. Okay, I did. It's the here. It's that here. Might be the, one of the first elements of cringe culture. I wonder. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm sure the Romans were doing cringe culture, but. <laughs> I feel like maybe one of the first moments of cringe culture for the modern internet age. The modern era. The modern era. Yeah, I would say that is up there. Anything on Albino Blake Sheep is definitely on there. Yeah. Do you remember the Gonad song? No. Gonads and Strife? Someone out there remembers that one. It's it was paired with the crazy frog in the same oh. era. There's a lot of cringe on there. There's a lot of yeah. I mean, it was this whole era of like people making stuff that was funny because it was weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's part of that whole like I, we've talked about before the like hot topic. That's a random era. <sighs> spork, 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 my friend. Badgers, and badger, badger, badger. And, oh, oh no, a snake! Well, you know, you yeah, get it. You get it. You get it. <laughs> Man, this zoomers really skipped. I feel like they're having a better time. (laughs) Yeah, because they can get TikTok famous for something random. Yeah, that's true. We couldn't get TikTok famous. No, but we had like YouTube and stuff. Not us. You and me? Very early YouTube. No, very early YouTube. But you couldn't get YouTube famous when we were in high school. Well, but like Badger, Badger, Badger did. Oh, see, I I never watched that on YouTube. I hadn't wa- I didn't watch YouTube till much oh, later. Yeah, okay. It's probably university. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Back in the old days. <laughs> Back in the old days in 1998, <laughs> a Finnish engineer got so tired of the obnoxious Nokia ringtone that he figured out how to transfer audio files to his phone via text message. Wow. Opening the floodgates of the custom ringtone market. Those in Sweden, you said? This man was Finnish. Finnish. Those Norwegian, like those, that whole Scandinavian era, area. They're popping off. Boy, they have a lot. They got, they were digging some graves back then. (laughs) (laughs) Some cultural graves. Yeah, Hamlet's grave. (laughs) Wait, I what? don't know what. No, I just, it was Denmark. It's like Hamlet. Well, I know, because he's gay. Yes. <laughs> As the music industry realized that they needed to find a way to monetize digital music sales, oh wow! They turned to telecom companies, licensing music rights in order to derive a profit. As the early days of music piracy saw physical album sales begin to decline. Whoa! So they're like, okay, we're gonna sell ringtones. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I do remember. A lot of ringtones available. It was a really it big was thing. Huge. By 2002, 30% of all SMS traffic requests were for downloadable ringtones. Holy moly. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. We were, again, we were in it. We were just in it. We, we were, were like, hey, it. this is the thing. This is the new wow. thing. Wow. Gosh. I don't, did you ever download a? No. No. I only, ha- I have my first phone probably in 2006. I got my first phone in, yeah, in 2005 when I went to college. Yeah. And it wasn't like, I don't think I had like a, decent phone oh i had a samsung flippy flippy yeah exactly Mm. the old flippiola yeah yeah but if you were buying ringtones um the recording industry association of america or riaa created ringtone charts and associated awards holy moly musicians like soldier boy and t-pain started (gasps) creating music that intentionally translated well to a polyphonic ringtone format whoa lil wayne's lollipop win ringtone platinum five times does he got does he Wait. He's like a little plaque. <laughs> yeah, does he got a little plaque? <laughs> does it flip plaque. open? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so cute. He's got a bunch of them near his toilet. So cute. But after peaking in 2007, yeah. the industry shrunk by 97% Whoa. in the next 10 years. I guess because piracy? <laughs> and Billboard put an end to the ringtone charts in 2014. Oh my gosh. When the top song was Taylor Swift's Shake It Off. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, that seems like a long this drug seems like on a long death. Time. <laughs> Boy. So what was the reason for the decline? Yeah. People stopped calling each other. Thank God. <laughs> Oh, yeah. They started texting more. And much like horny humans during the pandemic, many people simply just switched to vibrate. Yeah, I don't. I haven't had my ringer on. The only reason I have my ringer on is I know my, one of my doctors is going to call me between yeah. 3, 3 o'clock and 4.30. Exactly. So that's the only time I have my ringer on. <laughs> Boy. So what is the legacy of this industry? Mm. Are you sure it was the first instance of a market for on-demand digital goods, leading to the rise of online music sales from programs like iTunes and Spotify. Yeah. But what our generation will likely remember most is seeing this spunky little guy almost every single commercial break during the aughts on MTV. Yeah, it does feel good. It does feel good. It does feel good in my bones. Should we watch it? I need to. I think we should watch it. I feel it coming. So you'll find the link for this ad in our sources and on the um, listing for this episode. Yeah. And uh, this is a great time to listen along at home. Wow. We'll return after these messages. The number one target from Europe is finally available in the U.S. Text Crazy 1 for the Polys are part of the giant plan. Text Crazy 2 for the Masters part of the real tone plan to 755-55. Now, Jamster. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, that brought me back. I really got you. Oh. Oh, I forgot he had a little dingle. <laughs> he does have, you, uh, you said as we were watching it, oh, his dick. His dick, his dick is just straight out. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they were like, let's put this on TV. <laughs> that would not happen in 2021. For children? On MTV? Oh, so there is a whole, it's it's a very standard, like, text this number for this ringtone. Yeah. And that that's what we were used to, And right? we're just getting a little slice of the song, but they did yeah. do a whole song that did um, hit the charts and rise up pretty quickly. Oh, I and remember. even beat a Coldplay single. <laughs> well. Well. It was better written than the Coldplay single. <laughs> so we see, we see the little annoying thing. I'm not going to call it a frog. It ain't a frog. No. It's just a little thing. And it... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. And you were so upset know, when you realized what it was. And now you're just. Here's the thing, Al. I didn't want the floodgates to open. You open those floodgates. It's out. I can't. He, he, he cannot be stopped. He can't be stopped. He just tickles He's me. Got He's got you. He's got you. It is because also, and we should put this somewhere. I did show Al the uh, original, like, pre-Crazy Frog noise. Yeah. Uh, that is a picture of an F1, uh, Formula One uh, race car. Yeah. And that did get me. It got you good. It got me it good. It got you butt good. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, let's talk about this ad. Okay. So while they're saying Texas number for these ringtones. Yes. There's a whole, it's like a thing. Mm-hmm. So the little annoying thing he is riding a motorcycle, but motorcycle is invisible. Yes. So in that way, you could see his little dingle. You could see his little dingle. He's hanging, and he's driving down the road. And it looks like he's 
like being hunted by the police. Yeah, there's they've added some sort of overarching storyline to yeah. this thing. Yeah, and he does do a Matrix like dive underneath a missile. Very on vibe. Very, very on vibe. tone. So what's his story then? I don't know. He's just the thing that is driving around. <laughs> He's, he He's no being pa- pursued by the police. He has no pants on. He just, maybe that's why. Maybe that's indecency. Why. The the other thing that I. N- didn't recognize as a kid. Well, maybe I did. Is the amount of like fine print there were underneath? Yeah. It's terrifying. It's a lot. Like I think as a kid I never did that because I was worried that I would have to pay money and then they would keep billing my credit well, card. Well, that's the thing is that uh, there was actually a big scandal because ringtone services were um recurring. They were monthly. Yeah. But oh that my wasn't gosh. advertised. That wasn't advertised. And, well, maybe in the small In the small print. print. So you would think you were paying for one ringtone wow. and it would bill you in a recurring cycle. See, that's why I was scared of them. That's why I never did them. Yeah. And yeah. also it was like three ninety nine for a ringtone that you could get a single of for ninety nine cents. Criminal. <laughs> Absolutely Those fucking... criminal. That's why they were trying to arrest him. <laughs> oh for insider trading. It... <laughs> I don't know. He's not a man who has a lot of Money. For pants. For pants. <laughs> Look, he's Winnie the Pooh in it. Did he have a little vest on? I think Could so. Could you see like his nipples bike. too? I, I don't recall. I wasn't particularly I was looking. seeking them. I wasn't looking north. I was looking 100 We were all, south. eyes were south. <laughs> eyes were on that like, Canyon. hey, my eyes are up here. And we were like, yeah, but you your dick's down there. How What he reminds me of. What? Um, The Muppet Pepe. Oh. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hate that association. (laughs) He's got the two googly eyes and the lips and stuff. Yeah. He does. I don't like that at all. Ooh. Grandfather Pepe, maybe. (laughs) Grandpa Pepe. (laughs) What? Okay, so it's 2021. (sighs) Cringe culture is writ large across the stars of our universe. Yeah, man. I think we just got put on TikTok. You think we take the... You don't think he's on there already? No. I don't think he is. Okay. I think berries and cream. Yeah. Berries and cream got the way into Zoomer's heart. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, look at this funny cringe thing that happened back in the 2000s that we weren't alive for, but now we're retaking it. Mm -hmm. Right? So I think, okay, here's the thing. We don't use ringtones. No. But you know what we do use on TikTok the little audio clips. Where people, like, do their own version of it. Where people do their own version so of it. So you think that's... I think the music industry is, once again, doing not so good. Are they? I don't know. Probably. Could say? They're doing fine. Look, there's billionaires involved. They're doing fine. So I don't fucking care. <laughs> but they're like, let's release clips into the ether, but, like, hide it, right? But how are they monetizing that? Um, okay, well, that comes later. Okay. That comes later, right? Okay, so you release the clips into the TikTok. It's going to take a while for the Zoomers to get into it, but they're going to get into it. So I would say, like, you would start with the... The don't laugh challenge. Okay. So start with the car. Start with the, the classic. 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 And so you have the duo TikTok where you have the picture of the car and you have the picture of the TikToker trying, trying not, not to laugh. laugh but they're so like, I'm not going to laugh at this. It's so cringe. It's so like, cringe. I'm absolutely not. And then they, they and bust then they a freaking gut. Like me. <laughs> and so then that gets in and then you introduce the frog. Okay. And I think you actually have to make it a frog. Because let me tell you, queer Zoomers today love them frogs. They love these slimy little guys. That boy? These slippery fools. Remember that boy? That boy. <laughs> I remember him. They love the frog. We love a frog. So I think you actually have to make him a frog. 
It's that boy. It's that boy. <laughs> right? Yeah. Bring back that boy. And they love frog and toad are gay icons. Oh, right? See, you got to make it a frog. So this is what's going to happen. Yeah. You are going to have a a season of TikTok frog. TikTok frog. TikTok frog. Frog talk. Frog talk. Tick frog. Yeah. No, annoying, frog talk. annoying frog. We'll call him annoying frog. Okay. We're not going to be ableist about this. And then the studio company, which probably still owns the rights to this little guy. Yeah. They're going to be like, merch. 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 Merch of this guy. Halloween costumes. You don't think Starburst is like, we're going to make oh, fucking a mint on berries and cream? You know they're going to make annoying frog pride merch. <laughs> That's so on brand though. I would buy that. I hate it, but I would buy it. That's what they'll do. And that's how they're going to make To respect my rights. <laughs> I just can't. Can we? For the Patreon, we're going to make our own ringtone. And it's just that. <laughs> Ring-a-ding-ding. Love is love. <laughs> they'll love it. The allies will love it. Fuck, are you kidding me? 10% of all proceeds go to some stupid gay shit. That's Ring what they'll ding, say. ding, ding, trans men are men. <laughs> you cannot be stopped. This is going to work. It's going to work. I believe you. It's going to work so good. I mean, it's already working on you. I'm in. You're in. You're in. And the teens, they'll be all over it. All over it. That boy, you kidding me? The little frog guy? Oh, shit, what up? <laughs> it's, the, it's that boy. I remember him. <laughs> That's how they're going to do it. So it's going to, it's no music, just TikTok and merch. That's, that is the future. You've created a powerful omen here. It's going to happen. And I'm interested to see what transpires. I think Berries and Cream, the little lad opened up a door and it's going to be a Pandora's box. Okay. Of 2000s, early 2000s culture coming back in our faces. That's, I mean, the the um, bell bottoms are already... Making a comeback. We, did we already talk about we the talk, bell bottoms? We talked They about get it. wet. They get wet, folks. <laughs> folks, you wet. <sighs> <sighs> I'm too hyped. I told you I have a heart problem. I'm too. I'm up why here. Why do we do this podcast, Why do we do then? this? Oh. Well, you know what might bring us down? What? Why don't you um, gift me with oh. a local ad? I'm afraid you're barking up the wrong tree, Al. Oh, no. Because the ad I have will not bring us down. Oh. It will only hype us up. Because oh. you know what? You know why? <laughs> why? I found another hammer. <gasps> you didn't. I did. Uh, is this hammer four? This is hammer number four. Four hammers. <laughs> I don't have that many nails. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get it. It ain't pretty when you face a bad truck wreck. Greedy insurance companies play dirty. Bring it on. I'm Jim Adler, the Texas Hammer. Go at them with Jim Adler, the tough, smart lawyer that knows how to beat them at their own game. I stand tough and carry a big, big hammer. I thought so. <laughs> Call now, 713-777-4000, or learn more at jimadler.com. And now, back to the story.
friends, that is Jim Adler, the Texan Hammer. I can't get, I can't state enough how bad I think all these men are. <laughs> I think they're all terrible okay, I think people. we need to, in case this is someone's per- first episode, we have to go back, right? Yes. Uh, the first hammer was the Alabama Hammer. Yes. No. Oh. Yeah, Alabama Hammer. Mm-hmm. He shooted, he shooted the... Deer. The deer. Yes. The deer turned into money. Exactly. Second hammer. The Rochester, New York hammer. Yes. He was talking about like beheading people. He had some wild energy. (laughs) Third hammer. Tennessee hammer. He had a mech. He had a fucking mech, y'all. This is the Houston Texan hammer. And he's got a big hammer. I think it was he the only one with a to have a hammer? hammer? Perhaps. The other ones are the hammer. He yeah. has a hammer. He has. Yeah, or he maybe said, also is a hammer. I don't know. I don't know. He has a big hammer. He was certainly hamming it up. Oh, I kind of liked it. <laughs> he, uh, he's like, I think this is her truck accident. Yeah, because a truck is speeding towards him, and then yeah. it does stop right in front of him. Yeah. Presumably like, because it didn't want to kill a man, but he's like, that's right. <laughs> you didn't want to do manslaughter. <laughs> and he even looks at the camera. Huh. I thought so. <laughs> He's too confident. Wow. Okay. So we got four hammers. He's too confident for a man that doesn't have a mech. <laughs> I think that right now, as it stands, um, and we will we will talk about the hammers on at another time. That'll be maybe Patreon content. Maybe Patreon content. But this hammer, I think he's the underdog. You think he's the underdog? I kind of liked his attitude, and I loved his fucking big hammer. I still think Rochester, New York's the underdog. <laughs> Oh, he's the wild card. He's a wild card. He doesn't have, you know, he doesn't have flashy hammers or mechs, but he'll pop out of a sewer and get you. Wow. (laughs) Look, we're going to save it. Uh, Our goal is over the uh, break, we're going to take a break during um, December uh, into a little bit of January. And hopefully, hopefully, we're going to come out with a Patreon on the other side. Yeah. Or not. Who knows? (laughs) It depends. Depends on a lot of things. Uh, but if you would like to hear about more Hammer content, or you have some Hammer content, yeah, you need to, A, email us at creeps at gmail.com. B, go onto the Twitter at, at ad creeps. creeps. Or C, what's the C? Instagram, Instagram. at creeps. Yeah. Uh, or D, hey, we would love it. Honestly, if you would write us a review on oh, um, Apple Podcasts, yeah. that would be really fresh of you, and we would appreciate it and we promise to not make the crazy frog noise anymore or to make it more your depending on what you prefer yeah if you like more of that annoying guy you single person listening to this can be <laughs> the one who decides whether wow. we make the noise more or less based on your review if multiple people review with an opinion on this yeah hey we'll take the average <laughs> <laughs> but let's let's get frank there's only one <laughs> it's like that one person who said that celestial tea they had it, and they didn't know. remember buying it. That Spooky was the review. Okey. And we appreciated that. We appreciated it a lot. A lot. So, hey, you chime in yeah. on whether we should make the noise more or, or less. less. Let's make it one more time just so they can kind of have it fresh in their minds. <laughs> I don't know. ding 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 if you want it more, let us know. If you want it less, then too bad. <laughs> I apologize, folks, for putting that in your brain. So I think we need to just eject. I don't.
But yeah. yes, let's eject. Okay, until next time, we are signing, signing off. off. Mm, but first, a word for my spouse. <laughs> <laughs> Ring a ding 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 